I want the best for you because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I'm not going to say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Please? Two, Casanova face. Casanova face. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna ask you what's up. I'm not gonna ask what's happening. I'm gonna go straight into the weekends. I was at a water park. You was at Sunday service. Give it up. You was a fangirl at Sunday service. I saw the videos of you crying, crying for your I did not cry. I, I, we 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 got video I, evidence of you. Sp- Brawling about on the floor, giving him an offering during Sunday service. No, that's cat. Number one. I, I, I don't believe it is. Number two, he did not raise an offering. Uh, and number three, there's no video footage, nowhere, no receipts, no nowhere of me sprawled out doing anything of that nature. So, so you want to start us off with a bunch of lies, so not one, think? not two, three lies at the top of the show. Three lies, one truth. I whipped that ass in fantasy football <laughs> with two hundred. Yo, I was about to give you so much props for not bringing that up. I, I swear to God, I was going to big you up for not bringing that up, but you lost that. So go ahead. <laughs> Woo, TJ, your father and your aunt are terrible at fantasy football two weeks in a row. They both took L's. Yeah, you niggas are just bad, man. Bad! My fault that, like, niggas don't want to be productive. Oh, uh, uh, excuses. So I'm three and one. I'm three and one, so not that so bad. So you have a loss. I just have that one loss to you. Oh, okay. I, I had no production from my wide receivers. Mother effing Joe Flacco can't get the ball to nobody on the Broncos. This nigga James Cunt, like, nobody was doing nothing. Calvin Ridley, nobody. That's not my. That's that's a management call. You should have uh, made the proper adjustments, looked at the lineups, put your favorable matchups in. Apparently, you don't listen to Matthew Berry. Shut up. But I am three and one. I had a great comeback when uh week four. So SMD nigga. Uh all jokes aside about Sunday service, how was it? Give us the scoop. You've actually been in attendance. I was there. Uh privilege. It was everything that I thought it would be. Which was I I had never seen Kanye in person, oddly enough. Really? 
Yeah. I think I talked about it before. I don't really like concerts. Like, I enjoy music, but I don't really like concert atmosphere. Um, so I generally don't indulge. Like, I won't, I, I just, that's just something that I'm not, like, excited to spend my money on. I don't know why. I don't know why. But, yeah, I've never seen Kanye live. Um, never even seen him in person, like, just randomly, like, anywhere, nothing. Never. So that was really dope. And then to see Kanye in this, in a church atmosphere, that was even uh, more of a crazy experience. And yeah, the music was dope. He jumped on the mics, did a little freestyle. Swiss Beats was there. Uh, Kim was there. Saw North and Saint. And uh, Food God was there. Yeah, it was, it was great. It's a lot of flexing on this here podcast. Hold on. Hold on. I got to bring us back down to grassroots because you just took us. A, you dropped some names. You pick up the names next to your feet. Dropped a couple names over there. <laughs> yeah, your brother was there. I was surprised that you weren't. I was at an indoor water park as a family man. I, I picked the perfect weekend to be a family man. When I got the notification that Sunday service was happening, so well, I do not regret my decision, man. But I will not judge you for your decision. Would you would you pay to see Kanye now after seeing him at Sunday service? Um. I don't know. It depends on the venue, I, I guess. It depends on the venue. If it's like an arena, no. There's no way. Um, if it's like a church building, yeah. A theater, yeah. So, yeah, there's about a 70% chance that I would. It was great. I would have paid. I would have paid to get in Sunday. But you didn't because privilege. Well, it was a it was a free event, so mm -hmm. not really. Mm -hmm. And it's available to all. Your photos look like you had um, Steph Lawrence passage rights to be right on the front. That's how that's how your photos looked. Like you were part of the crew. I wish. I wish I was. But yeah, I had a I had a really good time. Shout out to Steph Lawrence for uh not only being on being captured on stage but having a hand in the video. Did he do the video editing for it? Yes, he did. Shout out to him. Big shout out to him. Yeah. Um shout out to Sippy because she was a believer by the end of the service. Here we go. She was, she was calling me a groupie the whole time. And then Cause you are. by the time the benediction came, she was like, yeah, I want to do this again next week. I'm like, uh, not sure that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had, a really, we had a really good time at Sunday service. 
It really is everything that you see on like Instagram and Twitter. The, the energy is there. The arrangements. It's 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 a, it was a really dope experience. Didn't even want to go live. Didn't even want to see how niggas are when they when they get. Battery, like I don't. I needed my phone. I needed to capture the moments that I wanted to capture. I need to go live showing five hundred people where I was. No, five hundred. You get five hundred viewers. You fancy? Well, no, not live, but fancy. Here you go. Here you go. Stop it! So, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, let your let let your photos flex for you. You okay? If you want to be the humble, you decide. Be in your humble brag. Decide. <laughs> it's quite all right. <laughs> oh man! You enjoyed Sunday service, and um, being that we're talking about service, going right into what opened us up today uh faith and justice uh yeah so Baltham yeah. James accuser was con- uh, found guilty and there's been a whole bunch of uproar uh i guess there's two sides um we opened up with his brother pretty much saying that he forgave this white woman for killing his brother and wanted to and wish that she found God. And it was a whole bunch of sobs and crying and all this other stuff. And it's been quite the conversation as of late because you have people who are confused between justice and faith. So I ask you, where do you stand on this uh, pendulum? Um, it's not for me to judge this guy's grieving process, um, how he forgives, who he forgives, on what terms. Like that's not that's not for me to judge. What I will judge no pun intended is the justice quote-unquote justice system 10 years which was the minimum for cold-blooded murder like this man was sitting in his living room eating ice cream watching tv and she enters his apartment saying that she thought it was her opens fire and kills this man in his own apartment and the minimum she could she could have gotten was 10 years and that's what they gave her and it's like that was my issue I'm not gonna you know beat on this man he's already lost his brother he's obviously a faith-based Christian firm believer in Christ that's all wonderful and if he chooses to forgive this woman, that's cool. Like, that's what, you know, the life of Christ was all about. Forgiveness and acceptance of people not like us. I do, though, wish he would have done it privately. 
you know, if he wanted to hug her, really, maybe he could have whispered this in her ear before they took her off. I would have been okay with that. I'm not, you know, so excited about him doing this publicly in front of a whole bunch of people because, you know, it's a very emotional time. You have a family who's about to lose um, a relative, a daughter, or whatever for 10 years to a prison, prison sentence, and then you have um, Gene's family on the other side who's already lost the son, the brother. You know, so it's a lot of emotions going on in the courtroom. I get it. Um, I wish he would have maybe written that in a letter, you know, once she was in her cell. That's fine. Forgiveness, I'm not, like, I'm cool with that. That's what, that's what we're supposed to be about. If you claim to be a Christian, this is it. That was it right there, what that man did in that courtroom. So that's fine with me. I don't care. That's his, you know, that he lost his brother. Like, we didn't know that man. You know what I mean? So it's not for us to be like, you know, Massa gonna be proud of me now. Like, I get the whole history of Blacks being forgiven to our oppressors. I understand. I Like, I, I, I totally get it. Um, but that's not really my issue. My issue is her just getting the minimum sentence when she just flat out murdered that man in his own house for no apparent reason. And I've said it here before when we talked about um, when they see us, they call it justice system. That's the wrong name for it. They need to call it something else because there's never any justice for anybody, especially the ones that look like us. So that's my take on the whole thing. Um. <laughs> ah. All right. If you start back from the 911 call, I won't play it, but she called and she more so was trying to get her story correct with them. She was trying to clear her name in the 911 call. Oh, oh, um, help, um, I'm off duty officer. Uh, I shot somebody like she took that approach. And across examination, they kept asking, did you have any CPR classes? She answered yes. So you were capable of doing CPR? Yes. Okay, so why didn't you do CPR on this gentleman that you just shot? Why was it more important for you to get the 911 call in and to state, oh, I'm an off-duty officer, Blah, 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 blah. I just shot someone. I went into the wrong apartment. I just, all that was necessary when you could have taken whatever time, put the phone on speaker, administer CPR, do something to show that you have compassion or the human side of you is like, oh, I really messed up. I I can't say I'm happy that we got a guilty verdict, whatever. Because nowadays it seems like one of us get killed by authority and the recourse is that there isn't any. So, okay, she got found guilty. My My beef with the whole thing, you got the bailiff hugging her, you got the judge hugging her after the sentencing. It's like, fam, she just took somebody's life. Let's not forget about that point. Let's yeah. not act like 
that's uh, something that's gone under the table. She just took someone's life. 26 years old, and I see people keep saying this uh, on their social media or posting the pictures. Never had a criminal record until he got killed in his own house. Yeah, it's like imagine living your entire life clean, never have a running with the cops, never have a running with criminal activity. You just go home, relaxing, eating ice cream, and boom. It's 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 really the craziest scenario. It's one of the craziest scenarios involving uh, white on black police brutality. Um. But yeah, everything you just described is what I'm like. That that's that's pretty much my point. Like ten years is not enough. And with parole, she's probably going to be out in four. Good behavior. She can be out in half that time. So she's probably not not even going to be in there the whole decade for murder. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. So my you know. My my beef is with the, the quote unquote justice system. That man's brother, he wants to like that's you cool, dude. Like, you lost your brother, you lost your blood brother. And if this is how you grieve, if your grief process involves you forgiving your brother's murderer, who am I to 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 beat on him for that? But who I can beat on because. The numbers were there. Minimum 10 years, maximum 99 years. And they chose to give that woman the bare minimum for murder. She had no right. This I was confused about the apartment. Like, and she got 10 years. She's probably only going to do about 40% of that. So that's why I'm, and when I heard, I saw the headlines and everything, the did it, she was found guilty. I was like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to post because I'm going to see how much she get. Because we've seen this before with the Asian lady um, in LA when she shot that little girl in her head. That caused her guilty, but guess what she got? Community service. So it's like, we either see the guilty verdicts with very little consequences, or there's no indictment at all. There's never really justice for black and brown people. And that's why I'm upset. Not because the brother chose to forgive a murderer. Listen, that's his faith. His faith is that we, you know, we do things all the time and we ask God for forgiveness. I can't knock that man for wanting to forgive her. I can't knock him for wanting her to be saved and accepting Christ into her life. I can't. Like, I, I just do it. But I can be upset with the judge getting down off the bench. I could be upset with, you know, the baby coming over, fixing her hair, and, you know, like, y'all don't have anything to do with this, really. And then the 10 years is just like a slap in the face to me. Yeah, I, I I really don't understand people's positioning in 
being mad with the brother's decision to live his life how he wants and to go like you said grieve how he wants it's it's very weird to me to see people mad about his way of moving forward and yeah. i forget i i feel i feel like the justice part is getting thrown under the rug because everybody's all up in arms because he chose to forgive Exactly. That that's not even that's that's not even a drop in a bucket of what's wrong in this whole scenario. That every right. everybody's missing it. That's not even a drop. Right. And then you have the Christians versus the non-Christians, and is the woke ones that's like, here we are again with forgiving our oppressors and never getting anything in return for it. It's like, right, but she only got ten years. Let's not forget, she only got 10 years. Forget all that other stuff. Forget all that other stuff. She got the minimum sentence. Yeah, it, it wasn't, even, wasn't even like a stretch of, oh, let's try to give her 15, 20. It was, oh, the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah it was like, like the minimum is 10, you get the minimum. That's the issue. Not the brother, not faith, not forgiveness, not Christ. That right there is the issue. The justice system, once again, failing us. I hate to be this person, but had he been armed and shot her and killed her, God forbid what his sentence would have looked like. Yeah. In his house. Mind you, you have people doing 25, 30 years for non crimes for trying to push a little bit of coke on the corner, not even coke, crack because the numbers are worse for crack because that's what black people sell. That'll get you five to ten years, but like a whole bag will only get you like two and a half. That's what the white folks sell. So you have right now in prison doing 20, putting a little bit of crack. (laughs) And she gets 10 years, probably will only do four or five for and his. In that man's house, she had no place. She had no business being. No reason for going in that man's house. No criminal history. I saw somebody, I think it was uh, Clark. He posted that he was going to raise his kids. Um, he was going to raise his kids in a way where they had to pretty much just be aware and alert and respect, respectful and not have to walk down the road of um, having to deal with uh, police in an authoritative way. And then somebody else posted, um, but boy, uh, this guy just lost his life. And he did exactly that. Like he was brought up in a Christian house. All that. Never had one run in with the law and still lost his life. So it was almost like a what good is that teaching going to be? And I'm not knocking him for 
how he wants to rear his kids. But I think, and it sucks that focus has to be put on too many things now. It's, it's, it's so much stuff that you have to prepare kids for. And it's it's not fair to them because they're just kids. Yeah, you're, Ethan, Evan, Caden, they're already at a disadvantage. You, email, for being black and male. So it has nothing to do with living a criminal life. Living, it doesn't matter. You can just be driving, driving, looking at uh, Philando Cat. Like, they were just driving. He had every right to have that gun in his car. State. And he lost his life. So, so it really, and I, I, I get what he was trying to say. Like, you know, raise your kids right and, you know, keep the streets, whatever, whatever. But sometimes that doesn't matter. Profile. Stereotypes. And America is threatened by black men. Yeah. For reason. I don't, it's just systemic at this point. They've always been scared of black men. Um, that's not new for his times. Uh, if you look at that 13th Amendment thing on uh, Netflix, it talks about how uh, way back in the day, Hollywood used to portray like uh, black men as animals. And it, it, they, were, they were supposed to be put in this light of um, you're supposed to be afraid of them. Because they they were played with white by white characters in blackface, and they were supposed to be uh, the symbol of uh, fear, and they used that even way back when, and the whole slave thing, the whole prison in prison in itself, um, filled with more blacks than there is any other race, yeah. and that's because. There is a legitimate fear of black man, the black man, not black man, the black man. That's why even the most successful uh, and the lowest of low, they they kind of looked at it as the same because nobody, no one in white America wants to see a black man that is successful, has a strong voice has a following and is getting ready to be an influencer. Every time you look at examples of that, that person dies. It's really like extra times. That's why um, it's, it's probably most important uh, for not only black men but black women to realize the power that they actually have like the lady who was uh, the Hollywood um, designer uh, wardrobe designer that was screaming I hate niggas outside of a, a, a CVS or Walmart for no, no just cause like mm-hmm. why are you so threatened yeah why are you so threatened? Um, so many opportunities. There's so much money out here for everybody. There's no need for that. 
I can probably understand it a little bit better back in the day when it was like uh, sharecropping times and like uh, industrial times and like jobs a bit limited. Money was a little bit scarce and the threat of somebody else coming and taking your job and, and you know, threatening your livelihood. That might be a little bit more understandable in a way, but there's no there's really no reason for that in 2019. There's enough opportunities, there's enough money, there's plenty of industries out here just for everyone to do that you don't have to be threatened by another person with a different type, sexual preference, religion, just Live your life. Like, I don't understand it, though. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I already got it queued up. Don't worry about it. Oh, I let go. Hey. I'm going to rock just a little bit longer than normal. Two step with it. Two step with it. Two step with it. All right. All right. I got something else that's light harder to kind of just move us from such a heavy thing. You can take Pence, he can get out too. Donald Trump is going to get impeached. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to get in something that's a little just lighthearted just to move us forward. All right. So. Are you or is email the person that uh, customer service does not want to speak to? Or if there's something wrong with your mail, who's the one that they don't want to speak to? Oh, customer service, it would be like over the phone, it would be email. In person, it would be me. He does it in person confrontation i don't know why like if the food is not right i would have to say it or like if we're returning something to the store i would have to do it because like stuff like that is embarrassing to him (laughs) (laughs) but if someone's being like nasty or rude yeah it would be him i asked that i had an issue with customer service today and tiffany keeps telling me Oh, you should have let me call. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I feel like 
as long as I get what I need, get my point across, I'm good. Like, I don't don't keep talking to me and giving me the script. We're so sorry that blah, 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 blah. N- nigga, I want to speak to your manager. I don't care about none of that. Like, and I'll say it real calm. Like, yeah, just give me a manager. Come on. Uh, cut the BS. Give me the manager. But, but um, I said that to ask you, what at what point do you think you're being taken for a ride? Like, if they offer you money back, a discount, or like something else, where do you feel like you won the customer service battle? When they credit me uh, some money on my next bill. All right. So... If a win in your eyes is them crediting you money, well, let's just say it was five dollars. Are you okay with five dollars, or nah. are you gonna push? Okay. No. Like, all right. So this really happened to us um, about a month ago. Um, we moved our living room. We got some new living stuff around, and we need located, and we need an extra wire. So um, cable comes out. They hook us up. Whatever. Whatever. And like two days later, the wire starts acting real faulty. The TV's not working. We have no internet. We have no phone. Nothing. They can't get anyone out here until like three days after the. All right, I'm supposed to like not have TV, internet, or phone for like three days. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? He's like, like, yeah. I'm like, well, get someone out here sooner. Because, like, that's unacceptable. And he's like, we really can't get anybody out here, like, today or tomorrow. It will only be whatever day it was. It was, like, uh, Monday or something. We went, like, the whole weekend. Okay, well, three days is a lot to me. So I'm not going to, like, I'm going to need money. So he's like, cool, we'll, you know, we'll credit your account for the three days that you're without service. So they come, they fix it. Boom, boom, boom. I'm set. make sure that they don't charge me because their, their, their wires were faulty so I didn't have to pay the service fee which was like $75, $80 or something like that so I'm calling them to make sure they don't charge me for that service fee because the wiring was bad and also to get my my three days worth of not having service and she's like oh yeah we can't do it like that because the system I don't care nothing about what the system does that man told me he would credit my account for three days. I have a phone or cable for three days, and someone's giving me money for that. And she kept saying, I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. Who's, who's, who's over top of you? Because <laughs> like, I don't need to talk to you. Get your supervisor. And she was like, sure. One second. The supervisor didn't even come to the phone. She was like, okay, so my supervisor said you can get the three days. I'm like, yeah. Of course. Like, <laughs> like, don't try to play me. That that money's not coming out of your check. Like, I hate when people do that. Cablevision can afford to give me my $60 for those days I don't have service. Like, why are you trying to hold on to that for these niggas? And when they have budget because they're going to fire you first. Like, come on. Oh, my supervisor said, yeah, I bet she did. I bet she did. Fam legit yesterday i had ordered 
flowers to Tiffany's job that was supposed to be delivered on Wednesday. I paid for same day delivery. No, Tuesday. I paid for same day delivery on Tuesday. Flowers didn't go on Tuesday. So I called Wednesday and the lady's like, oh, well, I can give you, um, I can credit you back the money for the cert- the same day fee. Four ninety nine. I'm like, miss, that's I'm I, that's not gonna cut it. I, you're not gonna tell me you're gonna give me four ninety nine back. So then <laughs> she 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 keeps going on with this four ninety nine. I said, miss, I hear what you're saying that you're crediting me to service fee for the same day, but I'm telling you that that's not gonna cut it because I I ordered it for Tuesday. You're telling me it's gonna come on Wednesday before three o'clock. That's not gonna cut it. Then she goes, well. I can give you nine. I'm not playing this game. I'm. I don't want nine dollars. Give me your manager. I, I, I ain't playing this game with you. Dollars, yo. <laughs> manager gets on the phone. She's like, "Yeah, so we're gonna give you a twenty percent discount on the order, and we're gonna credit you." I'm like, "Okay, that sounds better. This nine dollars." Yeah, I, I would have taken that. That five dollars, I don't like miss. Come on. When she's when she said that, I was like, "All right, clearly you th- you think." I'm just gonna play. Oh my God, five five dollars! Thank yeah, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> nigga. What? Yeah, she tried to play you, son. And then when she went back, she came back with nine. I'm like, fam, I'm not. I'm not doing this little uh, game. Go get. <laughs> go get your manager. How about that? <laughs> I, I can give you nine dollars, fam. All right, check this out. This is what we're not gonna do. Go get your man. Go get your manager. Cause you're just wasting my time, and she kept trying to convince me. Oh well, no, it, the, the service. You, I hear you. I hear you. I hear all you. I hear that you're not <laughs> hearing me. Get the person higher than you, because you feed me some BS. <laughs> Yo, that five dollars is hilarious. I'm like, this nigga. Don't offer me five dollars, bro. <laughs> Don't offer me five dollars. Cause I can't do nothing with five dollars. Like five dollars is not gonna get me anything. I'm you like, the least you could have did was been like, oh well, send me a notice. Oh, we won't be able to deliver it by this day. Would you be okay if we, nigga? I had to call you the next day to find out what happened. <laughs> and your retort yeah, is, crazy. oh, we can give you five dollars, nigga. All right. Yeah, nah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 glad you had that uh instance because I was getting ready to ask you if you had to role play and give me a scenario, but you didn't have to because you had one already prepared. Yeah, that legit happened to us like a month ago, two months ago. I, that's funny that uh, if it's in person, you're the person that has to go off, but if it's on the phone, email chooses to go off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's food, it really has to be like a jacked up thing. If I order a meal and you're missing rice, nigga, I ain't gonna go off on you for rice. I just say, hey, when you get a chance, I never got my rice. Tiffany be like, um, yeah, can I see the manager? Rice is the rice is in here, and blah 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 blah. And I hope this means, fam, it's rice. I'll yeah. be, I'll be okay. Yeah, that that's me. That's me. But emails the same way. Like, it's not that. It's not that big of a deal. Like, we missing rice, but I got my french fries and my broccoli and my steak, so, like, we're cool. I'm like, no, you ordered rice. They put it on the bill. They never bought it. Like, you need something for that. That's an inconvenience. No, I will, uh, 
I will Swartz and Goldberg you when the bill comes to be like, oh no, I ordered so and so and it never came. Take this back. <laughs> Take this back. Adjust that. Yeah. Don't go. Mm-mm. Yeah, we each have our roles. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of roles, but not really, uh, black excellence, role models, people we should look up to, and just all around good people. And, and niggas got to watch uh, Byron Allen. Somebody got to protect him at all costs. Watch Byron, who? Byron Allen, the black guy that um, paid for... Um, the Morehouse, uh, yeah, yeah. He just also brought eleven TV stations for two hundred and two hundred ninety million dollars. Eleven TV stations. I hope they ain't like TV One and all them other stations. But kudos to that nigga for. Uh, I don't mean that in a demeaning way, sir. I mean that in the most <laughs> respectful <laughs> that nigga way possible. But uh, kudos. To him, uh, being in the, being in the limelight for just being a positive African American figure. And speaking of being limelight and positive, uh, you've been shouting out some folks. Uh, sound check, Quan. Kudos to you on your deal with Mario Winans, man. That's that's also a huge hip hop uh, junkie. Uh, behind the junkie, Quan. Yeah. Yeah, Quan been Quan been <laughs> Quan, Quan used to send me beats years ago, years ago. I still have some of them in my um, iTunes. But yeah, Quan been working at this for a long time, and it's it's really dope to finally see, you know, your dreams come true and get your foot in the door. Have you ever told him one of his beats was trash? Nah, Quan Quan makes some really dope beats. I never had to tell him it was trash, but I did tell him like a little more here or, but he never sent me trash. So it's really easy to say, yo, congrats. This is huge because like when you really believe in somebody and when you really know that they're dope, like it makes it that much easier and better for you to like be happy for them. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm genuinely happy for Quan because he's really been putting in the work for a long time and he's really good at it. He's really good at it. So this is really dope. I'm that friend that even if all your work is amazing, I got to tell you, one of your joints suck just to keep you grounded. I used to do that with Brian all the time when he used to give me Nevea <laughs> designs. Didn't do that. Huh? You wouldn't be Corey if you didn't. Oh, no. I, I, I 100% wouldn't. Brian used to... <laughs> When Brian used to do Nevada designs, he's like, nigga, this one is trash. I, it'd be the, the best thing in the book. And I'm like, nigga, this one's trash. Just because I had to keep him grounded, make him think that it wasn't just all gravy. Nigga, get back to work. Do what, you, do what you're doing. Don't want you to get comfortable. But shout out to Quan. Uh, that's really a dope look. Um, speeding right through this. Uh, are you excited for... Tip off October twenty second. Am I? Clippers, Lakers, the freaking Raptors and Pelicans. Like <laughs> these niggas. I get it. It's ring night for the Raptors, but come on. Yeah, nobody want to see Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> the Pelicans. 
No, I'm excited for the Pelicans. I'll watch every Pelican. I'm just trying to debate if I'm going to get um, the league pass. But, yeah, I'm going to be watching those Pelican games. If Zoe going to be healthy and Zion stay fit and um, Brandon Ingram could keep these, like, you know, blood clot things at bay, New Orleans is going to be exciting to watch. So, I'm here for that. Um, Niggas don't want to watch the Pelicans wax the floor with the Kawhi Leonard less Raptors. Dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. I can tell you that right now. Niggas ain't trying to watch. <laughs> and Paul George is playing right. I think he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, I'm not that, that ten thirty game anyway. I'm just going to be honest. I'll probably watch. Uh, kind of why I don't really want to get the league pass because I'm only going to be watching like the seven o'clock games on the East Coast. That <laughs> 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 would be waste of money. But yeah, them those ten thirty games, I can't. That ain't for me, dog. Um, See, I'll probably watch like the first half. If you were a community login person, you could just. Give someone or have someone give you their league pass information. Those that are listening, pass? you got league pass. I, I, I've had league pass one time. This Will like you have my league whole pass for the 2019-2020 season. Yes, I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm going to have league pass. All right, send somebody my way. I'll, we can possibly talk about. Mm. Depending depending on the ask, bring something to the table. All you you niggas that listen to this podcast, if you got the league pass connect, you already know what time it is. Yeah. is. Um, I saw you post. Uh, well, before we go there, speaking on Zion, uh. That nigga got some endorsements out the yin yang as a, a rookie. He's got uh he's got Jordan. Yeah. He's got <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny, but Panini. He's got NBA 2K and Gatorade. Yeah. That nigga got out of college, and this is gonna lead us into the next convo but that nigga got out of college and got all the money yeah I was going to ask you about that college fair pay act you know what's crazy about that uh, and he's the perfect person to use for this right now Zion Williamson probably like you had Obama in the stands for a Duke yeah. UNC game You had, like there were so many celebrities who wanted to see Zion Yep. And he wasn't able to do anything with that, but Duke sure enough profited off the fact that Zion, his name was on jerseys. Yeah, Zion could have made a cool four and a half million as an eighteen-year-old college freshman at Duke University, just off his name. Like, this is me. I'm Zion Williamson. This is my face. <laughs> this is my body. Let's do something. And he could have made a lot of money. A lot. I was um, watching 
something on ESPN, and I saw that uh, thing came up about the SB206, and I'm like, I was listening to it, and I looked up, I'm like, oh, snap. But uh, <clears throat> essentially, it's schools in California fighting for the right for athletes to get um, paid for their likeness. And, and I think that's huge. But the only thing is, is it's only schools in California right now that are fighting for that right. And the NCAA is on the other side saying, well, if you do that, then you're going to have to be removed from anything NCAA related, which is. And it also doesn't take effect to 2023. Yeah. But that that's like if that, that ain't no slave uh, master mentality. Yeah. You, well, if you go off and do this, let me tell you something here. Right. You're going to kick you off the plantation. <laughs> Instead of just trying to come to the table and let's just agree on this compromise. No, they're not willing to do that. It's just this is this is the structure. This is how we have it. And this is what it will be. It's like, come on. Like, you're making billions of dollars off the backs of these kids and you're only giving them a place to stay, and some knock-off college courses that they don't really even care about because they're really just there to get to the next level, especially for basketball. It's like, yeah, give me African-American studies, give me, you know, whatever, because I'm only here for two semesters. <laughs> like, so you're not even really giving them uh, USC education or... Tar Heels education, um, North Carolina, or Duke, like, you're just really giving them room and board. And you're making, it's exploitation. At its at, highest. <laughs> like, at its highest. And they, they really don't want to, they really don't want to relinquish those coins. Fam, it's either that or you kick me out because uh, I take money or my agent gets me money to help provide for my family. Like, you're not even coming to the table with a a compromise or, okay, well, if we can't do that. Those rules, yeah, because I think we talked about it up here before. A guy lost his eligibility playing football because his teammate's parents let him stay at the house. So the NCAA was saw it as like gifting and it's like yo i'm homeless i don't have anywhere to stay and my teammates parents they're pretty okay and they're letting me sleep on their couch that's it and now i can't play football like just maybe just change some rules like that (laughs) but they're not even trying to do that yeah and if I hope this thing passes, but the thing is, you got three years before it takes into effect. And three years, you can come to a mutual agreement and be like, okay, we may not be willing to give these people, we may not be willing to give these high schoolers or these freshmen that amount, that much money uh, for their likeness, but we'll, we'll scale it down and maybe say you can do one or two indoor, like something, anything, bring anything to the table that says, oh, okay. Let me, let me have an opportunity to, to eat a real meal. Like if I'm not with the team, I can't even like feed myself because I have no money because I can't earn, 
I can't earn any money because of NCAA bylaws. Like, that's crazy to me. You know what I think it is? Honestly, um, speaking plantation, like, if I keep you in uniform and everybody knows that I run this plantation, I recoup the money because you're in uniform. The moment you step out and it's just you doing a solo show, it doesn't benefit me anymore. That money's going directly to you because you're the Beyonce, you're the Michael Jackson, you're you're the 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 singer. But I need you to be Jackson Five so that I can keep my pockets lined, or I need you to be uh, Destiny's Child so that way I can control management and things like that. Yeah, I mean they can still, they can pretty much still bank on these on these uh these college athletes just let these people earn money off their likeness like it's just it's just real simple it's it's really simple yeah these these uh these niggas be wallin uh, <laughs> uh in terms of like just doing stuff that you love and uh being able to get paid for doing what you love uh Jim Carrey's been on a nice little kick. Uh, I think he's been at a bunch of different colleges uh, and he's given this speech before, but I want to get your thoughts on this. My father was not only the funniest man in the room, but he was a fantastic saxophone player. And before I was born, he had an orchestra in Toronto. But, you know, in order to be something special, you had to leave Canada and come down to the States and prove yourself in the States. He was a little bit afraid of that transition. And, and also he had a family to take care of. So he became an accountant. And uh, as time wore on, it wore him down, especially when he lost his job when he was 51. Uh, that really broke him. When you compromise and you fail, it really hurts. It hurts even more and failing at what you love. So that was an example for me. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you could fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Bam. It hurts more when you fail at something you compromise for versus just trying to do what you love. Because you went that route thinking there was security in it. And you could have just gone the other way if you was going to fail anyway. You could have just went after what, what you love to do. Yeah, that's deep. He was a saxophone player that chose being an accountant because of job security and lost his job anyway. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's a message in itself. If you don't have your offerings out and ready to uh, throw money at your phone or cash app, whatever face, for this powerful message we gave y'all on, on here tonight. <laughs> but no, um, in all seriousness, uh, that hit home on a different scale for me somebody who's been trying to do his own entrepreneurial ventures and you know 
design apps and things like that. Nigga, don't take the job that's going to just make sure your rent's paid and whatever have you. If you fail, you fail. So what? Yeah. You fail, you fail. At least you tried it and you know it didn't work. Um, Is it, would you still have that same attitude with having a wife and children? Yeah, because my, my attitude about it is, and my mentality still to this day is, I work a nine to five so that way I can fund my entrepreneurial things and things that I want to do. Because I know I need money and resources. And if I, I haven't been fortunate enough to be put in a family where I had a silver spoon in my mouth and uh, it just came to me like the Kardashians or the um, Simmons to name just some families like that. But in instances where, no, I have to make money, one, to take care, for, take care of my family, but also I know I want to have this business. So whatever I can do, the little bit that I can take away from here to put into my own business, I'm all for. It'd be completely different. I was neglecting that very business just because I was like, well, no, it's not going to make sense. Like, I got a family. I got to I got to keep it tight. I ain't got I ain't got time to dream. I got a family. So, like. I'm all on the side of work to pay or work to help provide for what you actually want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I want to um, I wanted to, but I don't think he'll come up here to to talk about it. I have a friend I went to um, high school with, uh, a white guy, um, who started this company called Dinner Lab. And I think I mentioned it up here. Uh, and I, if I haven't, cool. Dinner Lab was, you paid, a, it was a subscription-based thing. You paid a subscription yearly, and they would invite you to just random dinners held at random um, locations uh, where there was a top shelf, top shelf, top chef that would prepare the, the entire meal for that um, particular evening. But, and it never was the same chef, never was the same food, never was the same location. And it took off. The business uh, bottomed out. And they had went into bankruptcy. I would love to have him come up here to talk about just that whole process because he was somebody who didn't have a silver spoon in his mouth, quit his job to pursue uh, his dreams. And I was too happy when his company took off and he achieved success and all that other stuff. It was in Forbes, 30 under 30 um, at one point. Um, it was dope. But I would love to get him up here, and I, we spoke about wins and losses a couple episodes back, but I would love to have him come up here and have that conversation. Only thing is, I don't think he would be at that point to want to talk about. Right. But that's somebody who said, F it, went after it, failed at it, and is okay. Like, it's not like Dave Chappelle said in his stand-up, like, he had a friend who was a lawyer, fell on hard times, and now is a manager at um at Foot Locker with a referee shirt. And not once did he think, like, that was the worst 
like that was the worst thing in the world. You have to, you got to readjust. Right. Right. Yeah. You got to readjust. <clears throat> if that's all you have there, that's all I got on it. Um, last before we give you some shows and cut out of here, I'm going to read this scenario to you. I want you to give me your opinion on how you would deal with this. So, if you lost your spouse in a Thanos snap from Avengers, but five years later, the Avengers, <laughs> five years later, the Avengers brought them back, but you already remarried with three kids and spent the life insurance money on a failed business. Do you get back with your old spouse or stay with your new Thanos snap family? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on <laughs> the space that me and my Thanos snap family are in. <laughs> um, you know, like it could have just been like a rebound type of marriage and you just there for the kids and then you know you you know, your previous spouse comes back and it's like ah remember the times and it could be you know a reunion i don't know but what would you do it depends on where the heck uh uh, it depends on where my Thanos family is uh, post snap. If <laughs> it's like, cause I've gone through this whole process of grieving and losing my family, and you just show up again. It's like, oh, um, ugh. see what had happened was uh, <laughs> Oprah came along, and we hit it off really well. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do here, but uh. It's Oprah. Just saying. I don't know. It really would depend on the positioning. Um, yeah. It's a wave of emotion because, like I said, you've dealt or you've come to grips with the fact for five years, oh, my family is gone. So you move on in a sense, and then boom! Yeah, that and actually happened on the show called Manifest. When a plan disappeared for uh yeah. like five years and then came back yeah so the husband went home thinking like his you know he was cool it was his wife his kids but she was already in another relationship but she ended up taking him back um for the time being you know they eventually like you know split up again because it was just like a lot of extenuated circumstances but yeah she took him back at first with a side piece she had a side piece <laughs> i don't know it, would, it really would depend depends i can't say i wouldn't know or, or i would i can't say listen tiffany uh if you get caught up in that thanos finger snap sweetheart let me tell you something uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tell you something. Come back and we can get this uh sister wives thing going on. This uh polygamy. 
It was best. Wow. Speaking of Thanos, are you a Marvel or DC guy? Come on, don't ever disrespect me by asking me about DC. I don't care nothing about Superman or Batman. All right. The movies. Are you Marvel or DC? Marvel makes better movies. DC makes better TV shows. You see, I think DC makes... Marvel movies are... They're like for kids. Like, you can take your whole family to see a Marvel movie. DC movies are like cinematography gold. There's only been one character that they focus on, and that's been Batman. Yeah, but those Batman movies, I, there's not a Marvel movie in existence in any lifetime better than those Batman movies. That's a that's a bold, scolding hot statement, and I disagree. No, there's the, there's nothing to disagree. That's a fact. I there's, put Infinity War against any one of those Batman movies. I would put Batman Begins, and that would chew Infinity War to pieces. Right. You got to relax. Bro, like, don't even... Dark Knight? There's not a Marvel movie better than Dark Knight. Batman Begins is not seeing Infinity sarcastic. War. He's being sarcastic, but Dark Knight... Dark, Dark Knight may be... Oh, and that's what I'm saying. That's a one a in a lifetime. Marvel movie than Dark Knight. Not one. And it took 10 years for Marvel to get Infinity War. There you was a lot of duds. Yeah, there was a lot of duds. You can tell. <laughs> you can really tell. How many dud DC that, movies are there? Movie. There's not a better Marvel movie than you can put twenty all twenty of those building up to Infinity War movies, and they do not add up or equal to Dark Knight. I disagree. I put Endgame up there with uh, Dark Knight. You're out of your rabbit ass mind. That I put. I put Endgame up there with Dark Knight. Bruh, it took them three hours. Same with Dark Knight? No, it was two. Two and what? Two and a pop? Nope, two. Marvel makes better movies. There's not a better Marvel movie than Dark Knight. You're giving me one movie. I gave you two that could possibly contend, and you're only going back to the one. Dark Knight Rises? Fam. All right. All right. Yeah. I like, bruh, <clears throat> go back. All right. Go back. Those movies have aged very well. Very well. All right. There's not a better Marvel movie. I, I wish. 
our lovely listeners would actually do polls because I would definitely put this as a poll question. Yeah, and also Amer- Americans, for the most part, are so people will go with Endgame. Mostly because it's recent. You can easily pull it from your memory bank. Made a lot of money. It was exciting. It was entertaining. It was is an entertaining movie. It's like, uh, would you rather listen to Trap or would you rather listen to, would you rather listen to Cash Doll or would you rather listen to Rhapsody? It's like entertaining versus like substance. And that's that's really what the Marvel versus DC in movie right now. You like, only have given me one movie. Entertainment fluff. And then DC has a lot of substance. You, you've given me one movie and I'm not... It's not a better Marvel movie. <clears throat> I only need because, like... What Marvel movies do you have up there? Civil War. Civil. And I don't even like Captain America. So me giving you Civil War is Man. saying a lot. Civil War. All right. I can put Civil War. You can put Civil War against Batman Begins. That's a good square off. All of those other movies, bro, <laughs> don't even mention them. Don't even make the list. There's not Iron Man Trilogy. Iron Man Trilogy. No, the only only the second Iron Man could can be mentioned here. Iron Man's Trilogy. And Iron Man can be mentioned here. Which was the the genesis of the Marvel Revolution to begin with? No way in the world. You're telling me. Only the second Iron Man movie, and again, it goes back to the argument of a lot of entertainment fluff versus substance. There we go. Iron Man. That's a lot of entertainment fluff. Like he's all jokey, jokey, sarcastic. Nobody got time for that, bro. Give, Give me, the me another movie other than outside of Batman. What other movie do you have? Outside of Batman, what else you got? The, uh, what's his face? It just came uh, out. Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Uh, the Justice League joint. Justice League was trash. Wonder Woman was trash. Aquaman was the only decent movie outside of Batman that DC has. Again, it's entertainment fluff versus substance. So you're telling me those three movies can go toe-to-toe with any of the Spider-Man Homecoming series? Um... I didn't like the first one. I didn't see the second one yet, so I reserve my judgment. The first one was like okay. It was just but it's like 
again, it's just like entertainment, kitty, kitty, hey fam, let's go see Spider-Man. It's like, it's not cinematography gold. It's not festival level cinematography. It's just box office. If that's your thing, box office versus substance, if you're trying to see Fast and Furious or you're trying to see Moonlight, then cool. You're a Marvel dude. That's cool. But there's not a better Marvel movie than The Dark Knight. I gave you Infinity War and Endgame to go to the show with Dark Knight. Nigga, who you got in Sunday Night Game? Because you ain't going to... You ain't gonna you ain't gonna do this. Who you got a Sunday night game? Who playing? Chiefs or the Colts? <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. I got the Chiefs winning by 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I got the Chiefs really and I got to win them very handily. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I'm currently in the search for a new uh, NFL team. For yeah, those I do because the Broncos. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think. It's, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm currently in a hunt. I don't know. Um, I have the Chiefs as well, and a re- resounding ass whooping. Um. I don't even know why they're putting the Colts on Sunday night TV without a decent starting quarterback. Well, they weren't expecting Andrew Luck to quit at the third week of uh, preseason. Yeah, week before the season started. uh, I guess they they thought this was going to play out a little bit better. Andrew Luck versus Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, And life hits you right in the nuts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You got a show? So we can let these people go. I don't have a show. I have a movie, and it's called Joker. I will be seeing it tonight, 6 p.m. showing. I will come back here next week with my outstanding film festival cinematography gold review of Joker, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. All right, so while Melissa ignores all of the news reports saying don't go see it, she'll come back here with her brilliant uh, Joker's side. Joker's going to be brilliant. Cinematography gold, right? DC related, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Silicon Valley would be my show for those who have... Coming back Sunday, right? I don't know. I was catching up on the, the I was catching up on the seasons. Mm. Yeah, I think it comes back sometime in October. It might be third third week. Oh yeah. Silicon Valley, that's my show. Uh, niggas, get your excuses ready for Monday. You're not gonna need an excuse on 14th because it's Columbus Day, and you can call out. Well, you should have off anyway for that uh Indian killer. But anyway, Ooh. get your excuses ready. Uh, that's all I have for you, lovely folks, this week. 
We'll be back next week. Melissa's brick cold take on the joke. (laughs) 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 You're a hater. You're a hater. Oh, man. But no, seriously, get your coats out because, nigga, summertime is over. 90 degrees Wednesday, 50 degrees Thursday. Nigga, get them jackets out. We might have to change it from get your excuses to get your get your coats because <laughs> that wind picked up today, baby. Yeah. But all right, for real, that's all I have. I'll let you niggas next week. Yes, sir.